Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Planted and Growing. My name is Grace. And my name is Christina. And today we are going to explore the topic of self-care and what self-care means to everyone and how people um, use, not use, but how people explore self-care on their own. And I think that it means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. And I am... Oh, I've always been about self-care. I absolutely love it. But I think that as the years go by and my life changes, what self-care is to me is not what it used to be. It's not a lot of luxury anymore. It's more of like getting up and doing things that I don't want to do, but I know that it's good for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the first time since, I don't know, maybe high school that I've been working like crazy. Um, my job is finally taking off and I have a second job. So I'm working, I was all of February working seven days a week. And now in March, I'm working six days a week. Um, so self-care is very important to me right now when I get a moment to do it for myself. And sometimes that means just laying in bed and watching YouTube because <laughs> that used hey, to be like Hey, I put YouTube on my list. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. That used to be, still is one of my absolute favorite things to do, but I don't really have as much time to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. So, again, just kind of reconfiguring what self-care is to me right now. And um, I'd say a lot of it is being active because although I'm at work, I'm at two different jobs all the time, doesn't necessarily mean I'm being active in the way that I want to be. So I've just been trying to hit the gym a lot and trying to eat better and feel better so that I can perform better at both of my jobs I think Mm -hmm. that's like the main one for me right now. Is eating and active. Yeah, just trying to be a healthier me and a stronger me. I feel that. I I have like similar, those are high priorities for me too. I think that, and even just last week, I was really noticing the difference between a day where I was exercising and a day where I wasn't exercising and how much that helps uh, me just... uh, love myself, I guess, in regards to, um, I think that exercise in any form can really help me help my mental health. So it's just a high priority for me as well. Oh yeah, exactly. And I don't, I feel like for people who don't have the best mental health and who want something to help them, exercise doesn't seem like something that correlates with that, but in fact it does. And that was one of the first things that I noticed when I first started exercising five years ago was how much more stable I was versus so up and down all the time. And that's why I continued to work out throughout the years. And when I'm feeling some type of way or not having the best day, I'll try to get in some type of exercise, just some type of body movement and Even if I don't feel like it's doing anything, at least it gets my mind off of it for a little while. Or if not, it gives me a chance to actually think about it from like a different, you know, like a more calmer perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's beneficial in any and every way, really. And it's that's like one of the hardest things, though, is like when you're working nonstop, the last thing you want to do is go work out. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. like you just want to lay around and do nothing because you're so tired if not physically, then emotionally and, and like energetically, especially with mm-hmm. my job. But 
I've just been trying to do it in the morning, um, like an hour after I wake up, just to say that I was able to do it, like yesterday morning. Um, well, yesterday was my first day off in a very long time, so I went to the gym yesterday morning, just did like 20 minutes of cardio, and therefore I was just able to say that, number one, I did it, and then number two, it helped me just kind of get my day started. Mm-hmm. And then later in the day, me and my boyfriend went back because my friend offered to like personal train us kind of. So we went together and then we were there for another two hours and it was crazy. We didn't feel like it was that long when we got in the car and I was like, oh my God, it's been like almost two hours that we've been there. Mm-hmm. And now my back is sore, but it's good because I need to work, strengthen my back because my back is so weak. My uh, my upper body in general is so entirely weak. It's actually insane. But anyway, so... Just, I feel you. Yeah, just being able to go and going twice a day even when you have the time. And I feel like it's one of the ultimate forms of self-care is taking care of your body as a whole, even though mm-hmm. it feels like a chore sometimes. It's, I don't know, it's worth it to me. It reminds me of that stupid commercial from years ago, like a body in movement stays in movement or something like that. Do you remember that (laughs) commercial? No, I don't. (laughs) It was some dumb like pharmaceutical commercial, but basically there's really, um, I think that movement is kind of one of the um, like mindfulness self-care practices that kind of uh, gets put into the back burner and, and needs to like constantly be reminded how beneficial it can be, whether it be like yoga or dancing, going for a walk, you know, actually going to the gym and doing exercises with equipment. There's so many different ways to like embrace movement and especially to do it like throughout your day and not necessarily, um, like you can definitely do it on specific times of the day, but as if we, when you can consider like continuing to put it into your regular routine, it is a good way, it's a good mood booster and a way to kind of like keep yourself to be less sedentary. I just think that we're just living in a day and age where sedentariness is very common. And yeah, you're just constantly like working on a computer or whatever mm-hmm. and just getting up to like stretch and maybe like realign with your like your breath and that type of thing it's just that's a moment of self-care that you don't really think about but you can implement into your daily routine yeah exactly I know that you had said um at your last job that you were taking a walk like during your uh, your break Mm -hmm. um was that on top of any other kind of exercise throughout the days or was that just like your only time to be able to do that um, I primarily, I like to exercise right away in the morning, um, and kind of get that done even before the sun comes out, just so that it's like done and over with. So for the most part, I try to implement doing that as often as possible. And yeah, I was implementing like a daily walk after my lunch. Um, and yeah, I just started doing it once and then I was like, I kind of like this, like putting it into routine called like mm. coupling or something like that a system where you like sorry my dog's coughing <laughs> bless you timber <laughs> um a way to bring timber please stop <laughs> oh my god please molly stop. does that all the time it's so gross <laughs> no. oh. 
It's like he has like his fur in the back of his throat oh, or something. Oh my god. Anyway, it's when you can just like pay, oh, it's pairing. It's like when you pair two good habits together. So, or you kind of just like when you want to have this habit be put into your daily routine, you can pair it with something else. So I was just pairing like having lunch and going on a walk and continuing to do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm last in January, I was trying to do, well, I did the 30 day yoga journey with yoga with Adrian and kind of fell off of my yoga practice pretty much for all of February, but <laughs> we have, uh, the yoga mats out our uh, dining room area of our, of our apartment it doesn't have a dining room table. So it's just like this area. So now we have our yoga mats out like on a regular, like consistently, we're not rolling them up. So that way we can just like continue to like, just come back to the mat as often right. as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just, uh, and I'm also currently walking quite a bit, take timber out for walks. So I'm walking, doing yoga when I can, going to the gym when I can. Um, yeah, and just like trying to take the stairs. Um, and then also just, I live in the part of town where walking to things is um, something that I can do more often than like taking the walking route or going doing it by walking instead of um, instead of taking the car is also another way that I'm trying to get like some daily movement in. Mm-hmm. I recently watched a video about, I think it was about self, I don't know, either like free will or self will or something like that. Basically just how like you, like, so for example, it was a TED talk and the guy, um, who was talking was saying about how he is a very self-disciplined man in a lot of areas of his life, except he was addicted to cookies. And at his workplace, there was a cafeteria that had these amazing cookies available all the time and um long story short he was talking about how our when we give ourselves some things we get like a rush of dopamine and there's cues and there's rewards for everything that we do so the cue was like it's lunchtime I'm gonna go upstairs and get a cookie and that was the reward was getting the cookie and then it was like a cycle so if you have a cue to do something um, and then reward yourself for it, like exercise, for example, your cue is leaving your workout shoes by the front door every day so that you see it and that's your cue. Okay, I got to go to the gym. And then the reward is like having a bomb ass protein smoothie or just your reward will be the rush of um, happy part, um, happy chemicals flowing through your brain, like, you know, the endorphins and the dopamine and stuff from getting a really good workout. Um, and I think that I'm a very out of sight, out of mind person. So I think that I've been doing that with myself lately, just, you know, setting out my clothes or leaving out my workout clothes or, um, bringing them with me on like a long day or something like that. And then that gives me the cue to, okay, it's time to go do that for myself. And then feeling good that I did it is my reward. Like I don't Mm -hmm. even have to have like something physical or tangible. It's just the fact that I got up and did it after like a long day of work was more rewarding than having a cookie <laughs> or something like that, which <laughs> I can relate to because God knows how much I love cookies. But oh God, I um, love cookies so much. Yeah, they're they're really good. But um, yeah, so I think that just finding a type of 
movement, exercise, and just really implementing it into your day-to-day routine or like every other day or even three times a week is really important for your body in so many ways, excuse me, and your mind too. Mm -hmm. And I think that we overlook that sometimes. Yeah, definitely. And I, yeah, I, for me, for exercise and movement, I try and think about the mental benefits more so out of, out of going through with that action than the like, like, I mean, obviously that there's physical benefits and you can start feeling it within your body. But when you are um, having more of a movement practice, you're, you're just, your brain has more clarity to set you up to try and do other things that are good for you as well. They always talk about like this domino effect of like movement where you're like, okay, well, I spent the time to go through this um, exercise and spend time to work on my body, then it's going to in turn um, pour into the rest of my day with good habits where I'm going to probably eat better um, and make better choices throughout the day and then maybe get better sleep because I exercise during the day. Mm-hmm. And right. So there's just a huge domino effect from movement. And so, and looking at movement as a self-care practice as opposed to like something that you have to do or some type of punishment helps you approach it a little bit more easily. Yeah, exactly. Having the right mindset when you're going into it really, really helps you want to stay, stay doing it. And mm-hmm. um, again, like you said, making it more of a self-care versus like um, a, yeah, a punishment. <laughs> you said it exactly correct. Um, so I sent this thing to my boyfriend last night and I thought that, um, I would go over it, but obviously for us, I know that meditation is a really big act of self care. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, um, as though I, although I haven't been doing it as much as I would like to, I think that the times that I do get to do it, it's very rewarding And I think that my favorite thing about it, which I know I've mentioned before, is that it's helped me um, react less. It's helped me be less reactive in general. Um, However, I found this little info thing on Unplug Meditation, which is Mm -hmm. a Instagram page. Um, And it's just some benefits of meditation. Um, I know that we've gone over a couple of these before in different episodes, but um, there was a couple in here that I didn't know. So again. And it's always good to revisit regardless if we've already said it. (laughs) Yeah. So these are nine scientifically proven reasons to start or keep meditating. Number one, it it strengthens the immune system. Meditation has been scientifically shown to shift the expression of genes related to stress, inflammation, wound healing, and immune response to viral infections. Uh, Improved sleep. Meditation has been shown to reduce insomnia, fatigue, and depression and can and cause a deep physiological shift in the body that's the opposite of the stress response. Improves your sex life. Mindfulness teaches us to be fully anchored in the here and now and the sensations. Synchronization of the mind and body are key to experiencing sexual satisfaction. With a consistent mindfulness practice, the degree of synchronization between physical response and self-report response goes up slows the aging process the human brain shrinks on average of five percent per decade after 40 
but a 2013 study found that meditators show less of an age-related decline in the thickness of the brain's cerebral cortexes, the volume of their brain gray sorry, of their yeah, brain gray matter and the density and functionality of the brain and white matter. Improves concentration compared to non-meditators. <clears throat> oh my god, this happens when I record first thing in the morning. I can't speak. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, compared to non-meditators, meditators have had more stability in their ventral posterior medial cortex, a region linked to spontaneous thoughts and mind-wandering. Meditation was shown in a 2011 study to enhance emotional well-being and sustaining attention. It delays the onset of Alzheimer's. Um, stress causes neurotoxic damage to cells in the hippocampus and elsewhere in the brain, which may increase Alzheimer's risk. Meditation acts to reduce stress and cortisol levels and improve multiple aspects of health and cognition. Improves romantic relationships. As we find more peace inside, we can gain clearer access to how life is affecting us and how our relationships are affecting us. In fact, a study was able to show a significant link between meditation and a happy marriage. Manages chronic pain. Mindfulness meditation has been shown in clinical trials to reduce chronic pain by 57%. Accomplished meditators can reduce it by over 90%. And the last one, reduces back pain. Mindfulness-based stress reduction and cognitive behavioral therapy have been shown to sometimes be more effective than the standard treatment for alleviating chronic low back pain. Wow. I didn't know most of those actually I think that's very interesting I like it yeah I've I've been thinking a lot about meditation recently Uh, meditation was the first thing that I wrote down because it's the first like self-care practice that I do every day Um, it has uh, it's had a lot of different uh, what do you I don't know different ways it shows up in my life I like uh different way like this is for me uh I've had a habit tracker it's a part of the bullet journal system where you can list habits that you'd like to return to every day so meditation is just like the first habit that I'm always trying to make sure that I'm accomplishing so I've had different versions of my meditation practice where I'm doing it on this one part of my day regularly or for me, I just, <laughs> I've been trying to increase my meditation to even uh, be meditating outside of actually like having to close my eyes, staying still. There's a meditation that I've been returning to on a daily basis that I'm just listening to um, while I'm continuing my day. And I was feeling last week that I was being heavily distracted by social media, distracted by my thoughts, just just heavily distracted and I was telling myself I would rather just be in a meditative state over continuing to spiral myself in this distraction. So I told myself I'm not going to go on Instagram and if I feel like I want to click on that app, I'm going to click on Insight Timer, which is the guided meditation app that I use and just continue to use Insight Timer as my type of entertainment and so there's been a handful of meditations now that I return to every single day. Um, and I've learned that for meditation, it's good to uh, 
be meditating right when you wake up and right when you fall asleep. That's the moment in your day where your subconscious is the most receptive. And so now in the morning, I have this gratitude meditation that I just automatically just turn on immediately because I feel like uh, gratitude is just the one of the best uh, feelings that you can put input into your day to make sure that you're just being very grateful for what you have. So uh, it's one of the guided meditations that I mentioned in the episode where I list all the guided meditations that I return to often. Mm -hmm. And that one now I just have as like what I am listening to right when I wake up and thinking and listing all of the things that I can be grateful for. And it's actually been pretty life-changing and I've been implementing that for about like the last month now and definitely can feel a shift in how I approach the day with that implemented in my daily routine. Oh yeah. Um, Just like meditation, showing gratitude is also known to have very, a very large amount of um, benefits as well, like physiologically, mentally, physically. It -hmm. just, I think being able to flip the script and see things from a point of view that involves gratitude can really kind of I don't know, basically just sit your ego ass down and mm-hmm. be like, listen here, I have everything that I could ever want and need, and that's enough for me. Right. Yeah, it was this image that I put on the back of my phone. It was like this pill bot, like a pill bottle, like um, illustration, and it was like, gratitude, take multiple times a day. <laughs> um, and like symptoms are like, will be known to, uh, make you lose your anxiousness and fear and all of this type of thing. Like when you're thinking about all the things that you have and grounding yourself in that, then you can, you can move away from being anxious and move away from fear that can like debilitate you. You're like, I have this, I can have more of this if I am not embracing like the fear and anxiety that comes from it. So just be grateful for what you have and then find gratitude for what you can receive in the future as well. Yeah, exactly. Coming from a place of having and not of lack. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Do you have anything written down? Because I didn't write anything down. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a bunch. I mean, basically, I was kind of looking at my habit tracker. And, mm-hmm. you know, those are things that I use as like my routine self-care um and so the things that I return to or make sure that I do is definitely meditate definitely have some movement throughout my day um and then getting ready for the day is actually uh some self-care that I make sure that I I've added recently um just to make sure that I'm you know, making sure that I feel good about myself from mm-hmm. like the beginning of the day, as opposed to just like waiting and waiting and waiting, like later into the morning or earlier into the day where I could have like made myself like if I don't have my hair brushed or like a little bit of makeup on or something like that. It is just those little things sometimes that can really like change your attitude mm-hmm. and you don't really think about it if you don't if you're not doing that for a long time. So that's another thing that I make sure that I do is just, like, get ready for the day. 
Yeah, I agree. That's probably one of my favorite things about having two jobs that are like completely different is that with my massage therapy job, I have a uniform, which is just scrubs. And obviously I can't really go all out, but they do let me wear like cute earrings and, um, I get to wear like necklaces and stuff as long as they're like short and like don't interfere with my interfere with my work. But then my other job, like there's no dress code really. Um, so I can dress up however I want, um, which I enjoy doing and it does make me feel good about myself and going about the rest of my day. And, um, I was watching a video the other day and this guy was asking like pretty controversial questions and he had asked like, do you put makeup on for yourself or for other people? And mm-hmm. she was like, honestly, I think it's kind of both. And I don't really know if you can get away for like with saying one or the other because it intertwines. And um, I, I disagree just because I don't really wear a lot of makeup. And when I do do it, it's definitely for myself. Um, mm-hmm. But she was like, I think I do it for myself, but I do it for myself because I want others to perceive me in a certain way or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um but, I mean, if that's the reason why you do it, then that's fine, too. It doesn't really matter, like, your intention as long as you're doing it and you're feeling good about yourself while right. doing it or after doing it. I think that's all that matters. But um, <clears throat> one of my favorite things about, like, getting ready is getting ready for bed. Um, and, like, a my, um, I can't talk, my skincare routine is a big act of self-care for me. And I know that the days that I skip it, I'm not as hard on myself because it's not ever like a consecutive day-to-day thing that I'll skip. It's like maybe once a week or twice a week when I'm just really tired and I don't feel like getting up out of bed. Um, And I think also it's good that I don't do it every single night because it allows me to strip away the fear that if I don't do it, I'm going to break out because that's just not really true for my skin anymore. Um, It may not like look as good like soft and glowy when I wake up in the morning. But once I implement my skincare routine in the morning, when I wake up, it's back to normal. Um, and then skincare at night too. Um, just, I, what I used to do a lot in the past was like take a shower, sit down on the floor, like just butt ass naked, put lotion like all over my body and like give myself like little like massages on my feet and on my hands. And, um, whether I don't know why I said night specifically that's both any time of the day really um Mm -hmm. and I miss doing that and so I did that last night just for a little bit um because I've been on my feet so often lately and I was like wow I miss this because I remember I used to do it so often and it was always so nice and like one of my favorite parts of my day and like having all these different types of lotions to choose from and whatnot but um yeah I think that's something that Although I don't do it as often when I do do it, I appreciate it just as much, if not more. Um, Mm -hmm. But just giving your body love and your self-love in whatever way feels best, whether it's like putting on makeup or, you know, taking like a bubble bath or whatever. I just think that like hygiene and self-care for me kind of just go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah, I I don't put on makeup for other people. I've definitely gotten to a place in my life where I wear makeup just for myself because <laughs> mm-hmm. I can definitely just be out in the world without makeup and not care at all. Mm-hmm. But I have blonde uh, eyebrows and blonde eyelashes. So I just feel like my face looks a little bit more put together when I at least do mascara in my brows. And so I find that if I don't do that, then it can kind of uh, pour into like my self-esteem, like kind of feel like I look not as 
uh, like cleaned up or, uh, you know, you know, if you just spend your whole day in your pajamas with your like teeth unbrushed and your face, <laughs> face unwashed and all of that, you can just, it can make you kind of feel gross. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. just like starting the day with like, I got ready for the day. I'm ready for the day. Mm-hmm. That type of feeling, you know, yeah. not for anyone else other than yourself. Right. So I feel you. But yeah, no, it's just making yourself feel good, whether it's in the day, in the morning or in the evening. It's just important. Um, Now that we kind of gotten going, thinking about different things. I do so many things that I don't really like I wouldn't really label as self-care. But then when I take like a moment to think about it, I'm like, well, these are things that not only do I thoroughly enjoy doing, but I feel like I get something out of it. And it's like something that I don't really get to do as often anymore because I've been so busy. Um, But one of those is cleaning my room. I love, Mm. I love, love, love a clean room. And Mm -hmm. I think that we don't realize the correlation between our mental state and our physical state around us and how it's usually hand in hand and how if you have like a really messy room, you may not be feeling the best mentally. Mm-hmm. And so I just always try to have my room as clean as it can be. And I I would say that probably every day I like pick up a little bit or just like make my bed just to have it somewhat clean. And then at the end of the week or like on my day off, I'll like really clean it and like dust everything and like wipe down stuff. And, um, and then what kind of ties into that is tending to my plants. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like the longer that I've had them, the less that I hover over them. And now I understand and I know when they need what they need. So I'm able to just do that when they need it versus when I think they do. So, um, the other day I had some time and I took like most of them because most of them needed to be watered and I put them in the bathtub and I like gave them all nice showers and I, um, I made this like neem oil concoction to help prevent pests and I just sprayed them all down with that and put them back in their rightful place and um yesterday CJ was like looking at all of me he's like they all look good and I was like cool thanks (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah that's like one of my favorite things to do in my spare time is just tend to other life besides myself no I feel that I I I water my plants on a on a weekly basis. Um, some not always needs it on a weekly basis. So I feel you on like trying to make sure. Like it's interesting when you like learn about plants the longer you're doing it. I need to call myself a black thumb, and I think it's because I was yeah over hovering. I was like trying to take care of them too much, and it's like better to just try and like surrender (laughs) you know and just like have the plants talk to you they'll tell you what they need but I like I like having that regular routine of um yeah taking the plants out I take them out to the balcony and water them and so I just did that yesterday and it's it's a good feeling just to like take care of them and have them grow and some of the plants I've had for so long it's just a nice routine to have and yeah, no, I feel you on keeping the house clean as well because I do that every single morning too. I don't really, I can't really focus without having things cleaned up. I used to like um, feel like that was kind of an excuse growing up where I'm like, I can't do my homework. My room needs to be clean. <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> no, you know, I'm you have to way. like have a clear space for your brain to work. 
I was actually thinking uh, the other day while I was driving home, I don't know why I started thinking about this, and I was like, you know what I want to ask my parents? I want to ask them if I ever had to be told to clean my room, or if I ever, or, or if I just always did it, because I feel like I just kind of always did it. Like, I don't remember ever them being like, Grace, clean your room, but um, yeah, I think that's that <laughs> I think that a clean space is just so important, and that's actually the reason why I am using my laptop for the first time in God knows how long because I went downstairs to look at my boyfriend's room and it's atrocious. Like I don't even want to be in there because it stressed me out just looking at it. And Mm -hmm. that's usually where I'll record because I use his computer, but there's no way. I was like, dude, there's no way. I don't even have a place to sit. Like his chair has a laundry basket full of clean laundry that needs to be put away. It drives me insane insane Uh (laughs) (laughs) and he knows he's a dummy oh my god oh my gosh I'm very I I think about it pops in my head every once in a while how grateful I am that Keith and I kind of have the same style in regards to keeping things minimalist organized clean like he probably cleans more often than I do and I'm like oh you're a great you're a great human being (laughs) yeah you're blessed I don't know what it is and I remember he always used to be like, especially when he had his own apartment with his roommates, like, yeah, like, I'm not a dirty person. Like, I'm cleanly, but whatever. I'm like, are you sure about that? Because (laughs) I don't see it here. And his excuse is always that his room is small. I was like, your room would be bigger if you put shit away. Okay, I don't want to get into that right now. (laughs) I'm about to go off on him today. Like, clean your room. Um, I couldn't even sit in it. Yeah, no, actually, though, like, that's bad. Right. And who who wants to be in a room like that? And then he'll come into my room, and he'll leave all his shit in my room. You're like, this is my space. (laughs) This is my clean space. Yes. I'm like, I know that we live together and everything, but please, for the love of God, like, don't leave your shit around. I can't stand it. I think I need to, like, have an actual talk with him about it, because I joke around a lot, but... It needs to, he needs to be more cleanly for sure. And he's not dirty. I wouldn't say he's dirty. He just lets stuff accumulate. Like he definitely yeah. like cleans up after himself when he's like eating and like he doesn't make a mess per se, but he's just not as tidy and organized as I am by any means. And to be fair, not a lot of people are in general. So. I know, right? It's very interesting when you try to hold your, hold a standard for your partner and they're like, but, uh, <laughs> I, I didn't sign up for that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Self-care uh, is voicing your feelings. Yeah, it's true. Communication. Well, actually, I, I was kind of thinking in that regard, another form of self-care that um, that you and I both embark on is journaling and expression. And, and for me, I do my audio notes too. And so that's a form of self-care that I do on a regular basis where I'm just kind of recapping and um like I have a a gratitude practice that I do in my journal and I've actually kind of combined my gratitude practice with like kind of a manifestation practice too where I'm like uh journaling about what I'm grateful for but also kind of just uh saying things that I'm grateful for that will be happening in the future so after I like kind of do my to-do list for the day I'm like, I'm grateful that I did this, even though it's like in the future, but trying to like uh, embody me actually like accomplishing some things. And so 
journaling and writing and kind of like checking in with myself via like an audio note or um, I've also been doing video journaling too. So it's just, it's been a lot of documenting, but I find that there's like a lot of growth where I can really see comparisons on how days go and Mm -hmm. what was I doing that day Mm -hmm. to make me feel that way, that type of thing. Totally. Yeah, I think that's really nice to have that reflection to look back on. And I know that you've talked about this a few different times and how much I used to be an avid journaler journal, journaler, journaler. <laughs> as well. But it's not really a thing that's been really present in my life. And I don't necessarily know why exactly. I wouldn't say that it's not something that I enjoy, but I feel like I'm able to kind of just reflect on things in the moment and like with myself And I know, for example, like a couple weeks ago, me and CJ were out and um, basically he kind of got upset with me because we were at Target and he was like, is this the aisle where like the cool phone cases were that I had last time? And I was like, you don't need a phone case. You have one. I bought you one. Blah, 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 blah. And I bought him the the Pila Pella phone case, the one that, Mm -hmm. that... is compostable and like the whole purpose of buying him that was that you use it until it literally falls apart and then Mm -hmm. whatever and it's not going to create any waste and um when we got home he he was like I could tell he was like like annoyed and I was like what's wrong and he's like I didn't want to buy a phone case I literally just wanted to look (laughs) and like he first of all he never said that and well, to, he, I said, you didn't say that to me. And he's like, yeah, I did. And that just goes to show that I wasn't listening to the point where I was being so defensive that I couldn't hear him. Like literally, like I didn't, like I didn't hear him. Right. And so as we were talking about it, I was able to reflect back and I was like, well, I think the reason I got so defensive was because in that moment I felt like you wanted to look at a new phone case because you didn't appreciate the one that you have that I bought for you. I got defensive over that because it hurt my ego's feelings because at the moment I didn't really feel like genuinely upset over it or anything I just like defensive like super quick made like a snarky remark um but like we had the we had the talk and it was like fine five minutes later because I was like I'm sorry that I reacted like that um I don't really know where that came from oh it came from this and then now I understand why because I felt this way for that reason but I didn't mean it and I'm sorry and so like, I think that I'm just better at processing, like, what goes on, and I'm able to see outside of myself, and from, like, that, um, that, um, like, bystander perception, uh, perspective, like, the witness, I mean, um, and so, therefore, I understand that sometimes the things that I say, I don't really mean, but instead of, like, feeling bad about myself or like having to go reflect about it for hours and like journal about it and like no communication gets done I would prefer to just like I I guess I'm just like a faster processor now that's basically what I'm trying to say um for sure and uh and therefore I feel like things don't really drag on and drag out as long as they used to in my life um so I'm able to again just handle it when it needs to be handled and uh, my reflection is done internally and I think that's the main reason why I don't really express myself with journaling anymore Um, and there are times when I do but it's mostly just expressing gratitude is like usually the only time that I'll Mm -hmm. write anything I feel that 
Yeah, no, a lot of a lot of my journaling things have actually been pretty good for me lately. So a lot of my journaling isn't like a reflection of something bad that's happened or anything. It's kind of just interesting to like kind of see the flow of like what my mindset has been like and why that has like uh, resulted in maybe good things that are happening and seeing how the momentum can keep on um, going from there. Mm -hmm. So I feel you. Um, But yeah, no, I'm all about... (laughs) documenting and reflecting nowadays and especially with like um just kind of stepping into a new life nowadays it's Mm -hmm. nice to just I've always been documenting and so it's nice to um continue to document and then um I just have this one uh, tarot card that I pull that really resonates with me and it talks about like think about times in your life that are not that were that are now memories and that you're currently creating a memory right now so this moment in time you know 10 years from now I'm going to be thinking about oh remember when I first moved to Austin blah 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 but then I'm also going to have like all of these videos that I shot and journal entries that I wrote and audio notes that I left and all of these things were it makes me feel good that I'm doing those things so that I can have them in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and whether they were good or bad, it's just interesting to always keep myself feeling pretty present in the moment, knowing that I'm like creating this memory in my life and then just going from there. So I, it's, and on that note, tarot is also something else that I do for self care quite a bit. Um, I do a daily uh, poll. And that's also been very impactful for me where sometimes I'm pulling the same card over and over again. So I'm receiving this message that Mm -hmm. (laughs) needs to be heard or um, just it's just been very interesting and sometimes a trip when I've been like pulling cards and um, seeing what happens and um, not knowing what the card means, but then as the day unfolds, realizing what the card meant or, um, yeah. So just ha- <laughs> I'm constantly reflecting now and day. <laughs> <laughs> That's good though. Cause I feel like not a lot of people have awareness on what's going on or why they feel some type of way or, you know, why this thing ended up happening the way it happened and mm-hmm. reflection and awareness are so important in everyday life because it gives us mm-hmm. a, a chance to just, you know, take a step back and be like, okay, well, I wasn't very nice to this person today. And probably that's why they were treating me that way or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. whether it's super mundane that, and it may be just like a moment that you didn't even think twice about, but because you're so used to reflection, you're able to see things like in a broader sense, like a clearer view, um, mm-hmm. because there's so many things that happen every single day to so many people. And they're like, I just don't get it. Like, why did that have to happen or something? And instead of, <clears throat> you know, like putting any kind of blame or any type of negativity on it, you're just able to see things for what they are. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I've had a, a lot of growth with that recently. I've like, I've mentioned it in a previous podcast, but I'm almost finished with that book judgment detox. And it's been very interesting to like kind of increase my awareness of what, where judgment shows up in my thought process, whether or not I'm judging myself or judging others. And it's been a, it's been a trip to like know that 
I am handling situations differently because of that awareness where I'm like, oh, I'm just, this is a judgment that I'm creating for myself. And previously, I probably would have started something and started to feel hurt about something. And now I'm like, oh, that was just something that's like kind of auto-triggered in my head to do. Mm -hmm. Um, So... Yeah, no, it's just the mindfulness practice is very important for this type of awareness where you kind of understand why you start feeling the way you feel mm-hmm. at some at different times and different situations. Oh, yeah. Um, and, it's, and it's important to just continue to have it as a con- some type of consistency in your self-care practice so that you can continue to grow with it because... Um, I don't know. Consistency is probably a good, uh, it's something good to continue to have within your self-care practices is to kind of return to these things that make you feel good. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's really what self-care is as a whole is just doing things that make you feel good, but also that help you be a better person, I think. And I know that a lot of self-care is revolved around buying things for yourself or like, you know, kind of being, um, just, uh, what's the word? Uh, I can't think of it right now. A consumer? (laughs) Yeah, basically. I think that a lot of people think that self-care means that you have to go do something. Like you have to, Mm -hmm. um, or like indulge and be almost kind of greedy or like eat three donuts. That's not self care. <laughs> like, right. I don't know. I, that's the thing about self care is that it's, it's so it's unique to everybody and maybe mm-hmm. eating three donuts is fucking self care. You know, like I just think that what matters is finding the fine line between self-care and overindulgence and self-care and like the opposite side of the spectrum like not doing anything you know right there's always a happy medium for everything and I think that as long as you're doing something that is in tune with who you want to be and doesn't put you in a a worser place like okay I'm gonna go buy myself this outfit because I'm not feeling good about myself and I'm gonna buy an outfit that makes me feel like look good but yet you're not in a financially stable place that's not self-care that's self-sabotage and this is something that I actually went over Mm -hmm. in my recent YouTube video more like two months old now but uh, Mm -hmm. I was saying like the the exact same thing like you know just being smart about it and doing what what feels right to you Right. Yeah. There's a lot of um, outside perspective on what self-care should be like. And definitely this movement picked up steam with consumerism where people are like, self-care is a face mask. And like, shout out to face masks, of course. (laughs) We love the face mask, but there's more to self-care. It it runs deeper than that. It's not supposed to be something that you're supposed to be spending your money on. Mm -hmm. Um, And as a result, it should also be, you know, helping with the longevity of your life and helping Mm -hmm. you become a better person, not deterring you. So, I mean, I understand, like, I ate so much chocolate last night. I understand (laughs) indulging yourself and, like, just saying, like, I love you. I'm going to continue to eat this chocolate. But... 
I know that this morning I shouldn't have done that, you right, know? Exactly. So there's just all these like levels of self-care and it's like, well, do the self-care that you know is going to help in the long run. Yeah. Do the journaling, the gratitude, do the movement, do the meditation. Like These things come for free mm-hmm. and they're like within your reach and have some consistency with the self-care practice and in the long run, it will be, it'll be great. Yeah. Um, I think there's a difference between treat yourself and (laughs) (laughs) self-care. Exactly. Um, And then, I I mean, just to kind of like list off a couple of other ones that that I return to on a regular basis is that uh, I try to make sure that I drink enough water throughout the day. Um, Our bodies are made up of mostly water, so just making sure that I'm replenishing myself. I try to read as often as possible. That one's been on my habit tracker for a long time, undone. But now I'm trying to figure out like what part of the day is it like I was trying to like fit it into a box, you know, like I'm going to read right before bed and then that's when it's going to happen. And it never happened. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, I need to figure out how to like rework this self-care routine that I want to do and have it actually work for me. Um, and that's the other like beauty about having a self-care routine is just like having playing with it and seeing how it can work into your regular life. Um, and then lastly, another um, self-care routine that I try to implement as regularly as possible is just having a phone call, like having interaction with uh, a loved one from California, um, just calling a family member or a friend, but just like making sure that I just know that that's something that will uplift my spirit to like have a conversation with someone that I love. And then, um, and so then I just added it to my routine. I was like, why am I not doing this like every day? So just kind of think of things that make you feel good about yourself and continue to try and have consistency with it is my takeaway for the most part with self-care. Yeah. I agree entirely. And I think Mm -hmm. that finding your self-care routine or finding things that make you feel good is one of the best parts about it. It takes time and it takes trial and error. But once you get a few things down, you're like, okay, this really makes me feel good. And I think that this is something I want to implement into my day to day. Right. Yeah. It's like for a meditate for a meditation daily practice, sometimes it's difficult to figure out where that's going to fit into your day. So it can have a lot of different ways for it to show up. It's just a matter of like playing with it and figuring it out. Cause something like there's something that makes you feel good. You'll end up trying to like, make sure you find the time for it. Yes, 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 yes. And mm. with that, um, I think I would really enjoy maybe like a part two. Um, maybe we could ask like family and friends and just people in our life and on Instagram what their self-care is and mm-hmm. what makes them feel good and stuff. And maybe we can list those things out because I feel like, um, you, you know, just in general, when we talk about stuff like this, it's personal to us, but it's nice to have like a broader mm-hmm. perspective and see what other people have to say. So maybe we can make like a part two. Definitely. Cool. Yeah, definitely. So, I think there are things that are missing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So we will ask you guys, and hopefully you'll get back to us. <laughs> and then we'll have a, a our next episode will be a part two. Sounds good. I like that. All right. I hope everybody has a great rest of their day. And take care of yourself. 
Yeah, take care. Okay, bye. Bye.